Jesus Bible and Current Events from a Christian Perspective, Battling Spiritual Wickedness in High Places, One Podcast at a Time. This is the High Places Podcast. Hello everyone, this is Jim. Uh, First of all, about the uh, last podcast we did uh, a few nights ago, um, you were probably surprised... I don't know, pleasantly surprised or disappointed, but surprised to see that the length of the podcast was um, noticeably shorter than they usually are. Some of you may have uh, been relieved by this and uh, thought to yourselves, well, Jim has become more concise with his uh, thinking, getting to the point sooner, less rambling. (laughs) Ha ha ha. You wish. Uh, No, we had a technical problem. Uh, a good 15 minutes of that podcast was like zilched out because it was recorded strangely. Not sure what happened there. So, um, the good news is I won't try to make up for that lost 15 minutes this time. But, uh, yeah, just didn't, uh, didn't want you to wonder what was going on. Um, anyway, we were talking about the Democratic debates last time and a couple things that I, uh, well, that uh, got zilched out. Uh, that I wanted to mention. So, uh, in addition to any number of other, um, very strange and bizarre, uh, Marxist policies that were being promoted, um, abortion was a big thing. And, um, <laughs> to, to show you the extent to which the Democrats will, uh, pander to anybody. And I shouldn't just say Democrats. Republicans do it too. They just pander to different people in different ways. Um, but Julian Castro, <laughs> at least it's refreshing that not even the proponents of some of these strange things can keep them straight in their head. He said that uh, transgendered women, quote-unquote women, men who like to wear women's clothes, um, should be entitled to abortions. Now, I know people who promote this LGBT stuff um, are... Uh, biology deniers. Uh, they don't, uh, believe that X and Y chromosomes actually matter, uh, or exist as far as I know. Um, but come on, Julian. Uh, you have to know that, um, <laughs> biological men, um, can't get pregnant and therefore would have no use for abortion. So maybe that was like a freebie. He knew it, it no one would ever like, apply for the money for that. And so you can go ahead and offer it for free because it'll never cost you anything. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. It's like offering like, you know, free car insurance for ostriches that, you know, want to drive or something. Um, so, but (laughs) it was funny that, uh, yeah, he, he couldn't even keep, uh, you can't keep this gender stuff straight. Who's a what and what's a who and all this other stuff anymore. Uh, but more seriously about this abortion issue, it's just amazing. Uh, the uh, Marxists in this country can't seem to kill kids fast enough um, or somehow completely ruin their lives or, or brainwash them into oblivion. Uh, there was actually a case that it was brought to the Supreme Court um, about a week ago, and the court kicked it back for procedural reasons. Um, but one of these days, they're going to have to deal with this stuff. This was um, Alabama 
had petitioned an appeal um, to the Supreme Court after a federal court blocked a 2016 law that was passed in Alabama that would ban um, a particularly grotesque means of late-term abortion um, where they actually, I, I, mean, I don't even want to get into this too much, but where they actually dismember the child inside of the mother and then pull her body parts out one by one. Um, as if you would need to pass a law to prevent something this uh, morbid from taking place. Uh, but um, these are the kind of people uh, that we're dealing with uh, who, um, who are in favor of killing children. Uh, you can't just kill them. You have to... Um, uh, do it in the most um, diabolical and um, hideous way imaginable. Um, I they used to they used to torture people uh, to death by drawing and quartering them. Uh, I mean, and this is actually something that's being promoted. And so I guess there there was a whole ruling uh, back in 92 that planned parenthood brought some court case about this and um uh this whole idea of undue burden uh, on abortion access and that's what's being applied here like um it's too much of a burden not to chop a child into pieces before, as you as a way of killing them it almost seems like more work um, but these people are demonically motivated. Um, unsaved people are the children of the devil. And so um, this uh, is a perfect illustration of what the devil thinks of people. And yet so many uh, are willing to do his bidding. Um, yeah. The uh, There was another story... Um, uh, that was, uh, so there was a lot of, uh, LGBT support. We, we mentioned the transgender access to abortions. Um, I don't know if you heard about this story The in, uh, Spokane, Washington, um, there was one of these drag queen events at a library, um, and a pastor, uh, Afshin Yagtin, uh, I, I saw his picture. He looks, uh, I don't know, Middle Eastern or Turkish or something like that. Uh, but he's a pastor of a Baptist church in Spokane. He was actually arrested in Spokane. He was at this event um, outside, and there were protesters for and against this event. And he was just walking around. I guess he had like a press credential or something. And as he was walking around, he must have been known in that community because there was a video of him. And as he's walk, walking around, the LGBT supporters were calling him names. They were calling him a bigot. And they were just, I mean, they were just very um, kind of in your face about it. And then one of them asked kind of a derogatory question about the Bible. It's like, does the Bible say, you know, you should kill gay people? Um, and so this guy tries to answer. The pastor tries to answer this guy and a cop jumps in front of him and said that he's not allowed to answer that question. And, and the pastor pointed out that 
this gentleman's asking me a direct question. And the cop said, you're not allowed to talk about the Bible. You can, you can listen to what people say, but you can't talk. This is an American citizen on a public sidewalk responding to a direct question. And a law enforcement officer of the government is telling him he does not have the right to speak. Huh. And then apparently he wanted to go in the library again just to observe. He just wanted to observe what was going on and he was denied entry to the library. Again, a U.S. citizen not allowed to go into a public library. Other people were allowed in. So you have other people who are allowed to go into the library, other people who are allowed to be on the sidewalk and say all sorts of things to him, including derogatory things to him. But simply because of his religious beliefs and his religion, he was denied access to the library and he was told that he did not have the right to speak, and in fact, he was arrested. He was arrested. He had to post a $1,000 bond to get out of jail. How about that? So much for equal protection under the law. Uh, it is just stunning. And then, uh, I don't know if you heard about these uh, <laughs> these Antifa protests in Portland. Just, uh, was it a few days ago? Uh, or, yeah, it was like just a few days ago, a couple of days ago. With these Antifa people, which, once again, this is evidence that words have no meaning anymore. Because these are supposed to be anti-fascists. Uh, yet they use violence against people who don't agree with them. And they're anti-fascists. They sound a lot, a lot like uh, Hitler's brown shirts. And this mayor in Portland, this isn't the first time this stuff's happened. He won't let the police do anything about, um, about these uh, violent leftist protesters. They've like torn up the city. They've blocked traffic. They do all, they have the run of the city. And they went after this guy who's like, um, He's an editor and photojournalist, Andy Ngo. I probably pronounced his name wrong. He is an American, Vietnamese descent. He's also gay, but he's also conservative. <laughs> um, I don't know that he's a, well, if he's gay, he's not a Christian. Um, but he's conservative, which is bad enough, I guess. And they, like, assaulted this guy. Uh, he had to go to the hospital. He, he had like brain bleeding and he had cuts. And there were a couple other guys that, that were attacked too. And I think one of the guys was helping some guy in a dress who fell down. He was helping him get up and get away from these people. And they beat up this guy who was helping the guy in the dress. They hit him with like a crowbar. Uh, I mean, all this stuff, this is actually, and, and this is being allowed to happen. Uh, in Portland. Um, it's just amazing. Uh, th this, uh, there was an article today I read, and there was a lady who had an interesting take on this. Let me see if I can find it. Um, oh, what was this other story? I'll tell you about the lady in a second, because now I've lost where I put that one. 
there was also a, uh, what is it, the trail life, like the Christian alternative to the Boy Scouts when the Boy Scouts uh, sold out and lost their moral compass. Um, trail life, USA, started up as a Christian alternative. It's been very popular. Well, um, one of the troops in Pennsylvania, Troop uh, 2717, was going on a field trip to the uh, Fort Indian Town Gap National Guard facility, uh, where, and I guess Boy Scout troops go to this place a lot. Um, they were actually told by a staff sergeant there, this is back in uh, April, I think, um, he told the troop, uh, they contacted the troop master and told him that he was not allowed to bring his group to tour the facility. And he told them directly that the reason was because of his religion, because of the group's religion. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah. And this, again, you have uh, an official from the government uh, doing this. Um, and this is before the Marxists have taken over the White House and both houses of Congress. Uh, it's just extraordinary. The, um, the article I was uh, looking for, oh, yeah, this, I want to get her name. That's why I'm, um, I'm looking for this. Uh, Daniela Greenbaum Davis. She made a really interesting point about this. And this is this whole thing, and it started a couple years ago with this idea that speech, um, that some people label hate speech, uh, if you say something that a Marxist doesn't agree with, then they turn around and they classify this as violence. Violence. So saying things, words, vibrations in the air are violent. And the point that this lady made in this article, rightly or wrongly, was that sometimes violence is justified. I don't know how much I agree with that. Um, but she talked about it in terms of self-defense. If someone's, you know, attacking you or attacking someone you care about violently, and the only way you can stop them is with violence, then most people believe that is a justifiable use of violence. So the danger in classifying speech as violence, as a violent attack, then people can respond with violence. And it doesn't have to be audible violence. It can be physical violence, like a crowbar to the head. And so this is what you're seeing. You're seeing a lot of this stuff. It's more and more blatant uh, all the time. And it has now turned violent. And uh, rights, constitutional rights that, I mean, aren't even, people are so brazen now. They're coming right out. You have government officials coming out and saying, because you are a Christian, because of your Christian beliefs, you cannot do this. You can't go to a public facility on a tour. You can't go to a public library. You can't answer direct questions posed to you on a public sidewalk. I, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's really shocking in one regard, but when you look at all the things that are happening to Christians around the world, this shouldn't be shocking at all 
because far worse is going on with them. The same kinds of things are going on with them. They are denied basic fundamental rights. They are denied access to things in their society. Um, and then there's so much more. And so you can kind of see um, a path going forward. You can see how these things connect. These things are going on now when you have at least the White House and one uh, chamber of com Congress that, um, you know, purports to support freedom. And, and, and I understand they don't control, you know, the police department in Spokane, Washington. Um, but, um, it's, it's so incredibly flagrant right now. What is going to happen? when you have the power and the authority of the federal government in the hands of people who also despise Christians, Christianity, the God of the Bible. The, the, the idea that there's nowhere to turn. I mean, you see this in India with uh, Modi, uh, their leader there is a Hindu nationalist. And you look at what what's happened to Christians just over the last few years since he got into office. Um, the people uh, who attack them are more uh, brazen because they feel they have the backing of the federal government there in India. And so uh, you already have violence like this case in Portland, again, against a conservative, um, but a lot of people equate conservative with Christian. And so um, uh, you're only one step away at that point from violence against Christians because the things we believe are considered uh, violent speech if we uh, audibilize these things in a public venue. So um, this is why uh, there was another article I was reading from, uh, I can't remember who the guy was, but he talked about how American... Um, he talked about American Christianity, but I don't like uh, when people use that umbrella term because, you know what, um, the majority of people in this country who call themselves Christians, um, they're the tares among the wheat. Uh, I really, they're not leading uh, Christian lives and, and uh, they're, yeah. Anyway, uh, we've talked about that before and I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. Um, but he was saying that, you know, the American... Uh, quote-unquote Christian churches, just kind of asleep and busy being uh, entertained and motivated and all this other stuff, while Christians around the world are suffering. Um, and you see it every day. You don't have to look hard uh, to find a story every single day about just horrific things going on with Christians. Um, one uh, website you might want to go to is uh, Voice of the Martyr, uh, vom.org, and it actually redirects to uh, persecution.com. And they do a lot uh, with uh, supporting Christians in other parts of the world who are going through all these terrible things, um, uh, helping families that have lost, like, uh, you know, the breadwinner in their household uh, because of violence, uh, murder against Christians. Uh, they also do things with getting Bibles in people's hands. Um, so they're a good organization. Um, but so, uh, it's interesting because, um, as this stuff happens more and more in the United States, 
and there are fewer and fewer people um, left that have the convictions to uh, stand up against this stuff or at least call it out or I, I you know I don't uh, the the percentage of true believers biblical Christians in this country is already down in like single digits I think it's like nine percent so uh, it's already a minority a huge minority um, so um, you know what do we do well we can pray for others around the world who are in this same situation um, and hope that uh, when uh, as things get worse for us in this country that they'll be praying for us as well so um, this would um, this would be a good habit to get into um, praying and thanking God for the strength and the faith that he gives other Christians around the world and uh, asking him to give us the same strength as we see more and more of these things uh, happening um, just in like daily life, um, just freedoms that we're not really allowed to exercise uh, anymore. Uh, and so it just circling back around to uh, this debate um, and all these free things that um, these candidates were talking about giving away, and I'll, I'll give it to Bernie Sanders on one thing, um, and it took a little needling from one of the moderators, but he finally admitted that, you know, taxes on the middle class will have to go up to pay for his uh, Medicare for all. And so, uh, like I said, at least I'll give him points for being honest, even if it had to be dragged out of him, because uh, the others aren't talking about uh, that, as we mentioned last time, they're talking about something that doesn't exist anywhere on the planet, which is free medicine without the taxes to support it. But there will have to be taxes, and they will go up. And one of the first places this is going to affect um, true Christian churches in this country is the tax-free status that uh, churches enjoy. Uh, because uh, Bible-believing churches they're getting fewer and fewer, and their congregations are smaller and smaller. Uh, that means they are poorer and poorer. And so if the government all of a sudden decides it's going to tax churches, that's going to close them down even more, at least their buildings. Uh, and so does it go back to the, you know, the Church of Acts, where people are gathering in, in people's houses? Um, because that's as much as they can afford. Interesting times. Important to be in prayer. And these things that we're seeing, uh, while they're interesting and even entertaining from a political standpoint, um, at some point one can only sit back and laugh when one hears some of these things. Um, there are real consequences for Christians and the true Christian church in this country. And so uh, pray for Christians around the world that God continues to strengthen them. Pray and thank God for the incredible faith that he has given them. And pray that Christians in the United States uh, will be given that same strength, um, that we won't falter, uh, and that we'll be faithful and not compromise. Uh, and not choose the easy path that uh, the devil and his children want to force us down, uh, but will stand up for God and his truth and our Savior Jesus.
um, even if it means the road uh, is very, very rough. So just some thoughts on that. That's going to do it for tonight. Take care, everyone. We'll talk again soon. God bless.